Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Am I going to shamelessly plug myself by saying I called it? We got a Captain Marvel trailer this week, and oh my god, I can't wait to talk about it. Is Ant-Man and the Wasp on Blu-ray? And finally, will they get me to stop talking about Spider-Man? No. This is Marvel Movie News! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. We are the Marvel Movie News, and this is episode 196. That's right, we are a mere month away from episode 200. An anniversary issue is just around the bend. Woo! Feels so good. (laughs) 200 (laughs) issues. That's five years on the internet. That is a long time. We've been doing this since, like, Winter Soldier era. Oh, uh, so just saying, 200, big deal. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but it's coming. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us through Popcorn Talk's website, PopcornTalkNetwork.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Marvel Movie News. Find us on Twitter. You know how to find us on Twitter. And if you retweet us whilst we are live, Anthony Anthony in the booth will retweet you. So I got my hands on the uh, Spider-Man game. See, I told you to get in there. Right? Yeah, my, <laughs> my, every every little uh, inch or second of free time has been dedicated to that game. It's so captivating, addicting, and just I can't. I'm rushing home tonight to finish it. All I, the collectibles, I want them all. It's perfect. But before I spend the hour talking about Spider-Man on PS4, which isn't news as much as it is worthy of all my time, I'd like to introduce our lovely panel today. Joining us as ever is the ever wonderful. Amy. Hi, guys. It's me, Amy. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite um, Twitter handle. Yeah. We say our handles right now, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. We can do. All right. I always do it at the end because I forget yeah, and I look right? back. So I pitch and then I go, oh, right. <laughs> okay, then we'll save them. We'll okay. save them. You'll have to watch the whole, whole episode. Join us for the hour. And joining us this week to discuss many things, including an awesome comic that I can't wait to talk about, which we'll get to. Ashley Victoria Robinson. Thank, thank you, you for joining so us. much. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Ashley V. Robinson, because I'll probably forget to say that at the end, <laughs> so I'm going to say it because Koi just mentioned it. Uh, and the last time I was on Marvel Movie News, I think we were talking about the Fantastic Four ending at oh, Marvel wow. Comics. Like, it was in, it's been a bit. in the before time. <laughs> yeah, now they're coming back, and it's by way of the Fox deal, so it's like life imitating art oh, that yeah. we predicted two years that's ago. That's right, that's right. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. So welcome back. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. So this week, we have the biggest, most important news of perhaps all of the next phase of Marvel, and that is the first trailer for Captain Marvel, which I will claim right now, do you remember last week when everyone in the live chat is like, no, that's not going to happen. I said, mark my words, before <laughs> next week's show, we will have a Captain Marvel trailer. Are and, you the Galactus of and, the internet? But the scary thing was, Monday happened, I was like, oh. Because <laughs> like, they could totally, like that clip just played over and over again, mm-hmm. and then this morning, the last night, they were like, oh, and in the morning, I was like, oh, thank God. 
Yeah. Moments away. Moments away. Now, we're going to watch this trailer, but as ever, we have to talk over it because of the internet gods. Uh, but before we do that, I'm just going to say that it is probably the biggest and boldest of the first drops. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as teasers go, they kind of let it all hang out in this, yeah. in this trailer. So, it's next level. If you haven't seen it yet, pause this, watch it without us talking over it, because we're going to just talk. All right. Let's do this thing. <laughs> So we've gotten to the point in the Marvel Universe that you can open with literal chaos in space, landing on a blockbuster. Aw, R.I.P. The... Just, oh, can we... Can we acknowledge the best cameo in the Marvel Universe? Uh, blockbuster, blockbuster video? Yes! <laughs> so it gives us a tone, it gives us a setting, it gives us a time. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Hearing Nick Fury, always good. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Gonna be interesting to see... His relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Because this is a different Nick Fury than we're used to. Maybe not as 20 flexible. years less. Mm-hmm. He's going to be more of a uh, of an actual agent, less of a, you know, cop on the edge. I hope he shoots someone. The action already. Brie Larson's kicking butt. And this moment, this reveal, the sunglasses off. Where it's so good. Eye patch origins. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Nick Fury. Whoever does his uh, hairpiece here also did an excellent job. The de-aging tech that Marvel uses, I insane. don't understand it. Absolutely The insane. side-by-sides of him and Coulson are insane. Oh, can we... Can we go Top Gun for a second? Because this is... Yes. The girl-led Top Gun we've needed for 30 years. But how happy are we that Coulson is coming back? Oh, God. <laughs> and that beautiful so 90s boy band haircut. I like, love you it. You know he listens to 98 Degrees soon. Oh, Barb. <laughs> I'm so sorry to end 98 Degrees fans. <laughs> but the tone of this is so much fun. I love the amount of time play used, mm-hmm. the flashbacks, because it's not an origin story, but we see at least three different time periods in her life. Oh, I love where she punches the old lady and the internet's like, why is why? she punching an old lady? It, it's almost equal parts cosmic and earthbound, too. This yes. trailer is so bold. I love the energy use. I love the time play. Like that shot? I'm not what you think I am. I also love, we had the faded on the title card, Hero, but it started with her, and then the O was oh, revealed. Yeah. Very clever. And the use of mohawk with the Kree suit, the mm. underwater mohawk, so you, every fan suit gets happy. Like I love the mohawk. The mohawk's beautiful. And, and the first trailer using power-ups right away. The first trailer is being like, this is Captain Marvel. It's cool because it seems like an origin story without hitting all those basic Heroes Journeys beats mm-hmm. that we're used to seeing yep. from Phase 1 onward. <laughs> yeah. It's also not cheesy it's at not. all. Um, and it's unpredictable, especially for people that are not familiar with the comics. It's just yeah. like, oh, what's, what are we going to see next? So I love it. And it's also a trailer that gives you a lot of story without revealing plot. Yeah, 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 which is a note that other movies could take. Maybe could, a listen. Could take yeah. from. Um, I said this to Koi before the show started, but I think this trailer is writing a really big check. But I think Marvel has it in them to pull it off, and I'm really excited to see it. Agreed. And I also think that, uh, and this... I don't know this for sure. I've read some Marvel scripts. I've read some things. I, I, I'm aware of, of something happening. No, know this is nothing. the internet. You know for sure. I, 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 I'm aware. I wrote Captain Marvel. No, but like I don't know anything about Captain Marvel for sure. Jude Law's the bad guy. Call him now. Oh, I yeah. agree. I, if like, he's I, not Marvel, for sure. I've been, well, I think he's Marvel's a scroll. 
I mm-hmm. so I've been saying it for like a few months, and then I've noticed more people as the trailers and images come out. They're like, "Coy knows it because he read it," and I was like, "No, no, no! Context, please don't assume." Like, I, it's not fun if I know that I'm just an <laughs> asshole reading spoilers on the internet. I, if he is the bad guy, though, I would still love it if we saw like the classic death of Marvel or, yes. or a take on that because it was so iconic. The visual they could like just have the frame be similar and then mm-hmm. like play with however they want to do it. Yeah, populate it with whoever you want. Yeah. all the cosmic ca- characters that we saw at the end of Guardians Two. That'd be so yes. great. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, please. I, I would give love him more <laughs> Sprinkle in everyone we've ever seen. But with Guardians plus Thor Ragnarok, we've accepted Cosmic. We've yeah. accepted this tone. So that plus the uh, 90s Earthbound tone, like the grounded plus huge, the trailer captures both really well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the dichotomy. I didn't know how that would land. I was a little worried. Uh, I also I interviewed Lashana Lynch at the Infinity War Red Carpet, and she was so adorable and strong, but also like wouldn't reveal a thing about her character. Good so seeing her. her as photo, like the perfect <laughs> the best interview because she did all the things right she was endearing and made me memorable and me be like I want to know more but don't tell me but I want to know more (laughs) so seeing her as Photon seeing her as what we assume is the mother of an amazing character from the comics yes Seeing her emotion, I just get really excited to see that friendship. And I think those are the flashbacks. She goes to space, she comes back, and then mm-hmm. we have Monica Rambeau, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, who's mm-hmm. The, the daughter of her friend. There's an instant association. Like, once again, I haven't read the script. But all <laughs> of the things line up to have a really amazing story that can be told in two hours. Yeah. Like, yeah, years yeah, yeah. of story, two-hour runtime. Also, I think it would be great if this movie was a little more self-contained than some of the bigger movies. Like, we have, we just got off Infinity War, we just got off a lot of movies leading up to Infinity War, and one of the great successes of Black Panther was how closed off and singular it was. Absolutely. And the, the time jump, I mean, this just being set in the 90s, which is really depressing to me that the 90s is now, like, retro. A period piece? Yeah. Just screw you, Lady Bird. Remember 20 uh, years ago in 1998? Uh, stop. Cue the sad, uh, <laughs> Incredible Hulk walking away music. I just did the math three times in my head to make sure I was right on that. No, no. <laughs> that was 20 years ago. I Damn. feel like that that gif of the woman that has, like, all the algebraic equations oh, yeah, on yeah. her face, like... <laughs> yeah, that wow. 98, which I remember very clearly from two decades past. Holy it's a period moly. piece, yeah. and it's shocking. <laughs> so this film really captures tone, it captures characters that we want to see, mm-hmm. it gives us Coulson, it gives us Nick Fury. But anytime Samuel Jackson voiceover sets up a trailer, you know you're in for it. Like, it's just like, okay, I'm invested. And it shows us Brie Larson without too much. It's almost, mm-hmm. she only says, like, two lines in the trailer, mm-hmm. and you're interested in her Kree suit, her Captain Marvel suit, how she gets there, the different time jumps, and it doesn't really give us a lot of Ronin, which I'm excited about, because that also leads credence to the idea. I think Marvel is a scroll, and he's the reason that Ronin gets away, and then he mm-hmm. goes on his path of being this crazy fundamentalist religious freak. And that's also a fun commentary, because you can kind of deal with certain real life commentaries while not being uh-huh. like getting in trouble on the for, nose. Yeah. yeah so you're like oh a religious fanatic we don't know what that's like so it's a, it's a fun <laughs> thing to do with this character and I think that's going to be touched on here and anytime we get more Lee Pace uh, it's a good thing Always as far best. as I'm concerned yeah <laughs> Um, in the chat, we've got Senor Nerd saying, Gotta admit, I was really let down that the trailer didn't feature any great early 90s grunge rock song or alternative rock music to set the the era in the film. So, yeah, that's something that I didn't notice, that there wasn't like necessarily, you know, like your... 
rock and roll song or something. But I was okay with it because I was too busy drooling over the amazingness that was the trailer. And we don't know if there's necessarily going to be as much popular music from the True. time built in like we've seen in Guardians, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'm betting we're going to hear Smells Like Teen Spirit. I we will get Nine Inch Nails. Right we will get Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to wait. And like, I'm glad they did with the first trailer because it would have felt yeah. like, by the way, this entire movie is hinged on the 90s. Yeah, it would have felt like they were li- resting on that. And we all yeah. hated it in, uh, what was the last Star Trek movie? Beyond, where they played the Beastie Boys, even though that was a tie-back amazing plot point. to the story. Yeah. We were like, really? I don't think so. And that would make it feel too much like Guardians, I feel. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. there's so much cosmic uh-huh. and so many character crossover. You've got Korath yeah. in this. You don't want it to feel more Guardians. I mean, Ronan's in it, for God's sake. Yeah. So, the comparisons... They're begged, but I think the trailer does a good job distancing itself from that as well. Yeah, I agree. And uh, to skip around in the usual rundown, I'm going to try to throw in a comment question Twitter thing now because it ties in. I know. Mixing (laughs) it up. Changing the game. At GoofyFanChuck, in fact, asked which 1990s band needs to be on the Captain Marvel soundtrack. Spice Girls. Oh, stop! <laughs> yes! That's real good. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. Is Spice Girls? And, and then Spice Girls <laughs> clocks yes. someone. I would yeah. love, like, obscure... And they do a zigzag, ah, uh, like the light. Oh, that would be amazing. Right. I would oh. love, like, more obscure rock that we know is, like, 90s rock that got popular. Like, if White Zombie had a song before Ooh. Rob Zombie. Like, some stuff that, like, plant... Not mm-hmm. just everything on the radio, but, like... If you're in the 90s, you don't listen to just the radio hits from then. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear some, like, you know, underground tracks that we would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Prodigy? Like, if they had some old Prodigy, Prodigy or Crystal would be Method? Good. We'll probably get um, a Tool song. Yep. Because uh, it's aggressively masculine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, like, it's, it's definitely in tone with the, the Air Force stuff. You could definitely have, mm-hmm. like, some of that mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if they Top Gun reference to go a little earlier with the 80s, Kenny Loggins has a place in my heart on any movie soundtrack. Oh, no. Footloose. <laughs> Come on. Kenny Loggins belongs everywhere. Uh, but there's well, so much you're 90s gonna, music. What, you, what else do you want? Steely Dan? <laughs> if it's an option. A lot <laughs> just ruin every Marvel soundtrack. <laughs> a lot of people in the chat are saying Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Nirvana is yeah. almost a guarantee. It's just which song. Yeah, Heart Shaped Box is an obvious choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean Smells Like Teen Spirit would be a little maybe too on the nose for like an maybe origin second. story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um if they're just like this is what the nineties sounded just, like. like. Hard cut to like yeah, eighteen year old version of her. Yeah, she's, she's got a bad attitude. And a flannel in her bedroom, like mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and there are clearly that is a thing. That we have an eight, almost eighteen year old looking Brie Larson with a de aging <laughs> tech, which I think is very interesting because they use de aging on Coulson and Samuel Jackson back to what they would be in their 40s and then Brie Larson back to maybe 18 and then a yeah. child actress. Like, I'm, I'm really excited for the time play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other Captain Marvel things before we move on? I mean, it's a it's a great trailer. I'm excited. It revealed just the right amount for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I hope we don't get much more revealed after this. I will say that because I think it's yeah. perfect. And Marvel doesn't need to. It's Agreed. just like Star Wars. We don't really need to see that much because we're all going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and speaking of soundtrack, it has been revealed uh, through a quote that Greg revealed to Entertainment Weekly that, quote, he's a relatively new S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who is obsessed with MC Hammer and dresses just like him and it makes director Fury... Fury... Fury. No. That's a different movie. So angry. Stop. The genie pants won't really go with the Armani. Uh. So, if he's a hip-hop head, if there is any deep-cut Tupac on this, Oops. like the rose that grew from concrete mm-hmm. or like... Uh, Gangster's Paradise, or, or like, I mean, that's Coolio, I know, but like anything in that 90s era. And then Record Scratch, and you hear the Weird Al version. Oh. <laughs> Weird Al walks by. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love some, like, old-school 90s hip-hop. I would love some, like, deep cuts. That'd be, that'd be incredible. It would MC be. Hammer. Actual MC Hammer? Yeah. That's what Ink and TV says. Thug's Mansion. I want to hear Thug's Mansion on this soundtrack. All <laughs> oh, right, uh, so in the world of recent... <laughs> 
Marvel experiences. One is now on DVD and Blu-ray. It was last week. Last week was a big show. We ran out of time. But you can now buy Ant-Man and the Wasp on DVD and Blu-ray. As you all know, if you watch the show, I'm a huge proponent of tangible media. And they announced it last week on October 2nd. You can buy it yourself. On October 16th, you can buy it in tangible media. So, October 2nd, it'll be digital. Two weeks later, October 16th, it'll be on Blu-ray, Blu-ray 4K, and Ultra HD. I I mean, look at the recent iTunes thing. Like, people bought movies and then bye-bye, and here's a rental. So, yeah, I think tangible yeah. media has its purpose, even if you just put it in a big binder of CDs. Uh, I love the quality of these movies. I think Disney does really good transfers. I would love a little more in the special features department as I'll a die that. I, c- yeah. I can go for a commentary or two, yeah, but it's yeah, just yeah. the one, like, we made a movie. Yeah, yeah. Here's four deleted scenes of Paul Rudd being adorable. Especially on the more comedic ones, because there is so much improv going on. Yeah. Um, it's more fun, I think, for us to see stuff that was cut that was more plot-driven. Mm-hmm. Because you mm-hmm. often understand why they're cut, but it's still fun to see it. Yeah. yeah. And deleted scenes in these kind of movies are as entertaining because we love the cast, we love the characters. Mm-hmm. We'll see Hank Pym as Michael Douglas in these moments. Yeah. Put a scene in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't have the de-aging tech, or even if they're in front of a green screen, we want it. Yes, Marvel fans, if you guys haven't noticed, are pretty diehard about any cuts and any <laughs> like side missions. We read every comic, even annuals that don't tie in. Give us annuals that don't tie in on the DVD. Uh, um, I, I just don't I want give us more. annuals that don't tie in. That's the waste of an annual. <laughs> I mean, it's been going on for seventy years. Yeah, just saying, we'll take it. <laughs> it's not the best move. We'll take it. So on this Blu-ray, we get a director's intro by Peyton Reed. We get making of features like Back in the Ant Suit, Scott Lang, a suit of her own, The Wasp. Which I, the biggest flaw I had with the first movie was the whole first movie being like, "You're doing okay. She'd do it better," and being like, "But we won't." mention that again. And then they kept mentioning yeah. it again. This movie, she was the lead. She really ran the show. He was the fumbling guy because he's a fumbling criminal. So I'm really excited to see the wasp suit of her own and how that suit affected the fighting style. Her fighting style was incredible. I love the aerial use of the wasp mm-hmm. versus the ground use of Ant-Man. I hope that's mm-hmm. a thing. They kind of did that mystique thing where she did a lot of fan kicks, yeah. which I'm always a big fan of. <laughs> there was so much aerial work with yeah. the wasp. But I wasn't sure. Uh, and shout out to Chris Brewster who did fight choreography on this. Who's also the hallway fight scene guy from Daredevil. So oh, he, bless you for yeah. that. He has changed fights in many mediums. So thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, the subatomic superheroes uh, talking about the, the legacy of the characters and the iconic actors who play them. Quantum perspective, the visual effects and production design of Ant Man and the Wasp, and Stanley outtakes. Stan tries out a series of hilarious one liners. That oh, that's gonna be great. Is the one I'm waiting for. That's gonna be gold. Saved for the end on purpose. Very excited. Uh, are you guys purchasers of digital or tangible? Tangible. No, I'm a digital person. I don't want to die buried under a long box. <laughs> or a pile of DVDs. No. <laughs> They're heavy. <laughs> click, click, play. Yeah. Coy will go happy into this good night. Uh, I, yeah. My long box is crushing me and the Blu-ray's on top. That's my casket. I'm cool. And Spider-Cat's just licking Spider the little Cat's bit of me that's left. He's, he licked the plastic all day. He loves licking the pl- <laughs> He loves bags and boards. He yeah. licks bags for hours. No. He's a diehard comic fan. My, my cat actually just likes to chew the plastic. Okay, Mine too. Yeah, and he loves laying in long boxes. It's like the shape of oh, him. Yeah. So yeah. I have so many pictures because I'm a cat dad of just him in a long box because his name is Spider. It's the best. Uh, but there are digital exclusives, which I think is interesting. They're mm-hmm. encouraging you to not buy. Tangible. They're encouraging you to double dip, is what they're. Yeah, doing. they want you to get more. Marvel, do you need any more money? Really? Disney's <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. <laughs> Uh, so the digital exclusives are 10 years of Marvel Studios, the art of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which sounds interesting, and mm-hmm. an online, this is this is the best, online close-up Magic University. 
So the jokes in the movie about the online magic store are now available for you. Learn some close-up magic like Hank Pym while on house arrest. So it is very exciting, and the 10-year anniversary of Marvel also brings us to Mondo. Mondo is some of the best art on the internet. Mm -hmm. It's some deep cuts. They do some brilliant work, and it doesn't... I like it because it makes you feel like an adult while buying comic things. Yes. Like, when I hang a Mondo piece, I'm like, I stayed 12, didn't I? It's like Sideshow. Yeah. That's what Sideshow does for statues. Completely agree. It's a great parallel. So I love Mondo's work. They are celebrating 10 years with a lot of beautiful arc. Arc. Art. Uh, they say an arc reactor. And, ah, mm-hmm. thank you for You're welcome. Rescue. So Marvel Studios, the first 10 years, is described as an epic celebration of the 20 films to date in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In addition to pieces we've seen before, the show will feature new contributions from some of Mondo's most sought-after artists. Although no names were mentioned in the press release, feel free to speculate wildly. We want to know who you guys think. <laughs> Literally, the press release is like internet yeah, speculating. Like you're gonna. So have fun. What artist do you think us. will be included? Uh, Francesco Francavilla, because he's does all of them. All of them. So perhaps <laughs> just not this Iron Man, but the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, their opening night reception is October 12th from 5 to 10 in Austin, Texas. That is a Friday. If you're in Texas, around Woo! Texas, check them out. And there'll yeah. also be a family day party on Saturday the 13th that is open to the public. And that'll include face painting, food, and more. Aww. I'm in deep love with a company as cool as Mondo making a family event out of a celebration mm-hmm. like this. I Comics agree. are for family, so this is rad. Uh, and costumes are encouraged. So if you're anywhere Aww. near Texas... Bring your kids, dress up, go to Texas, celebrate 10 years of Marvel with, I guarantee, hundreds of thousands of Marvelites. That's that's rad. Yeah, I feel, as a Texan, I feel like we can really show up and represent the nerdiness. So, go if you're in Austin, or heck, even in San Antonio. Just drive up. It's worth it. For Mondo, that's fantastic. So, uh, that is our Mondo news. We thank them for all of their tireless hard work. And I want to also talk about Tyler's hard work in the way of Iron Fist. (laughs) That show... Real good. We didn't do spoilers last week because many hadn't seen it because it was only four days after it dropped, and I like to respect the fact that some people sleep. And I, I'm, I'm jealous of them, but I respect it. Uh, before we dive into full spoilers, Surface Talks, what did you think of Iron Fist? Iron Fist. <sighs> it was glorious. The second season was just not... Well, okay, it was it was much better. There, I said it. It was much better, and I think the characters were way more developed and charismatic um, but even if you didn't like them, at least you, you understood them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, heck, the ending. I can't even mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. The last two episodes were just like, oh, they, they, they did the thing that everyone asked for. They, they just they, went they, they can it. do that? They can listen? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we won't spoil that. But they do the thing that everyone was screaming about, and that's very satisfying. I still think it's the most flawed of the show. Out of the, out of the five? Yeah. That's fair. Um, but it was definitely better. I think it's the most flawed of the shows, but the biggest bump from one to two. Yes, oh, I yeah. would absolutely agree. So maybe if they get three, it'll then be a really next, good show. And the last two minutes, last two episodes, yes. especially the yeah, last yeah, thirty yeah. seconds, like the, those two characters being where they are now, mm-hmm. and the name drop, yeah, in like that last two minutes, all of that coming together, season three could put it on par with the rest. And that's not to really disrespect the second season; it went from. The other shows had to be on par or get a little better. This yes. show had to be, like, resurrected. So, Absolutely. like, that's yeah, a lot yeah. of, of ground to cover, and they did. They did, yeah. So it's, it, it's, I think it's, it's now on par where the rest are. I it's also just... think it's a case for having less episodes. 
It is. Uh, I think that's something that we could criticize across all the shows, even the ones that we love the very most, Mm -hmm. is that the stories Netflix does is across our shows, whether or not it's a Marvel show, Mm -hmm. tend to go a little long. And I think the truncated season really worked for the story. Agreed. Yeah. I think it also, it went from people not being excited to really see the second season, even with Danny's appearance in Luke Cage season two. Which was great. Yeah. To being like, hey, well, if there is a season three, I'm actually curious to see Mm -hmm. where these characters go, which I think is a wonderful thing that they were able to accomplish. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it put it on par with the season ones of the other shows, and I think it put yeah. us in a position where we now want a season three where we hadn't before season two. Yeah. yeah. And I also think, uh, the only two shows that I think the 13 hours worked for were season two of Hunter, uh, Daredevil, um, because there that. were so many characters. Yep. If they'd cut oh, that down, we wouldn't have had that rooftop moment that felt like Frank Miller. We wouldn't have, mm-hmm. had, wouldn't have had time to breathe in those moments. And I think Punisher, we were just talking about for the show, yeah. that needed the 13 hours because it truly covered subject matter that had to be discussed, mm-hmm. and then a fight scene. It took its time in both arenas, and I think that if they cut anything, they would have cut the stuff we loved, which was sitting around talking about important subject matter. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think those two deserve the 13, but I liked this 10 more than I expected, so I, I there's a case for 10 episodes. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, I was shocked by it. I loved the season. I put this on par uh, with some of the other seasons, too, or above. Like I liked this... It was a kung fu show. Like there was, it was like a seventies kung fu extravaganza, and I didn't expect that from this season. So I just full credit to all the people that worked on it. You changed the game in Iron Fist, and you got people that weren't as excited for it to go forward to go forward. So congrats to Iron Fist season two. If you haven't watched it all, watch it. Then tweet me at the end of the last two episodes. I love to talk about it. I just it's only been ten days. Yeah, I respect. It's a, there's so much content out there. It's, and Vince Gilligan said you gotta wait two weeks before he spoils something. That's fair. I think it's reasonable. Yeah. Even at the age of the so. internet, it's so slippery. Like oh, I go yeah. on my Instagram, like uh, whatever that like search function is. Don't like, search hashtags, Koi. Eh, don't. Bleh, bleh. So, or oh yeah, the discover page. The yeah. Discover page. Or, or see, people will just tweet it to you directly. They're like, ah, yes. I live on the West Coast. Yeah. Yes. Like, I just got home. I, yes. I've been doing shows on air all day. Not available. Not yeah. available. And yes. it's sweet, and we love people's enthusiasm, but. Yeah, just think about time zones for like four seconds before you tweet. Somehow, it's been, what, a week and a half? I still don't know the post credit scene for Spider-Man. I have somehow avoided the ending of the game that oh. I'm playing, and I thank you all for only sending me fan art and for sending me screenshots. You've been amazing. Cut to my Twitter now. But uh, thank, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, in the world of Marvel, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors has a new trailer, and I have been very excited for this show since I heard about it. I have been wanting these characters on the screen. I am excited they're getting a show, and I think this is a great testing ground for how well these characters do, mm-hmm. and that can spin off into other things. So let's dive into Secret Warriors. Have you guys seen this trailer? I have I seen have. the okay. short version. I haven't seen the full. Okay. Come on. So these are all of the like ah. current Marvel books. Like these are the characters that are killing it in the comics right now. That's really cool. I love the way they draw Squirrel Girl. She is curvy. Yeah. She looks powerful and strong, and she's adorable. And she, yeah, she's a boss in every way. Yeah. And it totally plays. Kicks butts, eats nuts. Oh man, America's so great. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is my first time seeing this. You will, America's your girl. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. You're oh be my gosh. And look at this team. It's it's the characters that we want to see translated. So this is a... If you like these characters, make sure to watch this show. Make sure to buy it. Make sure to vote mm. with your wallet. Voting with your wallet is how things get made. If you like these people and you want to see them more, purchase. It's Yeah, it's the most powerful thing you can do. Absolutely. People in the chat are liking the animation here. And yes, I know that Quake is already on a show. I've, I've heard rumors. <laughs> Thank you, live chat. I do, uh, I agree with you about the art. I like the pseudo-anime style. Like, it's not super Eastern, but there's definitely influences. It Mm -hmm. looks, um, 
I don't mean this to sound shady, but I think it's going to sound shady. It looks more expensive than some of the other animation things we've seen come out of Marvel recently. I agree. Uh, there's depth to the art. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like they're just like colors moving. There's yeah. looks like yeah, there's some. Yeah, yeah. And the voice talent's great. Uh, I love. The, I believe the Squirrel Girl is the same one as they cast for the live action show. Oh, really? I think she's I didn't the. Know that. Yeah. Is Kamala still uh, Priyanka? As far as I know. Soon to be Jonas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Lockjaw. Uh, yeah, also anytime Lockjaw appears, shout out to Matt Key. Lockjaw is getting to be everywhere. Oh, man, I spent $50 on that stuff, Lockjaw, at San Diego two years ago. Totally get it. It's amazing. Totally get yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, it's it's fun. Cute logo, yeah. too. That was some bold stuff. It's what I do. Eat nice and kick butt. Yes! <laughs> so Sunday, September 30th, that is a mere two weeks away. You can oh, watch no. Marvel Rising. That is around the corner. And once again, vote with your wallets because if you want creative stuff like this to come out, if you want characters like this to appear in your mediums, you've got to let people know. You can you can tweet all you want, but it's really about dollars. And speaking mm-hmm. of, you've got a Kickstarter you want to talk about. I do have a Kickstarter <laughs> I want to talk about. That was such a good segue that I did not pick up on at all. <laughs> Um, it's actually really great that we're doing this after the trailer because if you like diverse leads, then we definitely have that. Uh, I'm running my sophomore OGN Kickstarter that is shared with my co-writer Jason Inman, who you may have seen on Collider, DCL Access. Uh, you can find it at sciencecomicbook.com. You don't even have to Google it. It'll take you right there. It is already funded, so now it's just a pre-order, so you know the book is absolutely going to happen. My elevator pitch is, what if Harry Potter went to science school and wanted to kill Dumbledore? But if Harry Potter was a nice Indian-American girl. And she has the (laughs) consciousness of her dead father downloaded into her glasses, because she's a super smart science girl, and he's a super smart science guy. So he's guiding her to uncover the mystery of what happened, because he used to be the headmaster of the Prometheus Institute, which might tell you what's going to happen to it. Mm. Uh, But he mysteriously died, so she's there trying to science her way through this mystery, but she has a cute roommate who's really distracting, and they're all working toward winning the Prometheus Institute Award for Superior Science, and the girl that she's crushing on has a discovery that will tear a hole in the fabric of time and space. So our protagonist is forced with deciding whether she's going to help the cute girl or whether she is going to protect this new family that she's learned. It does have, actually, like the Marvel Rising trailer is so great. It has, uh, like I said, a very diverse team. They all have different specialties. They all do have things like superpowers. There's rocket boots that you can see in our preview pages that are up on the Kickstarter. It's going to be an 80-page original graphic novel published by Eisner-nominated Bedside Press and you can get a bunch of cool rewards like script reviews. We just added a script review from Mark Draco. And if you ever wanted to work in comics, we want to help you. So go check that out. Go pre-order the book, sciencecomicbook.com. And I know you like comics, and I do too. There's also a special thing you can do involving a certain writer that I love dearly that helps break into comics. And you guys, even on this show, which I should not be talking about a certain character that loves bats uh, to strike fear <laughs> in the hearts of villains... I love me some Tom King Batman. Yeah. Uh, Tom King is a part of your process. Yes. And I love the... the You're bringing people into comics directly. Mm-hmm. You're getting people in on the know. So as they're helping you get your comic made, you want to help them get their ideas out there. Because just like everyone here, we started as fans and now we're making comics. People start as fans and then they make shows about comics. Just to bring it back to Marvel, we do have a script review by uh, current X-Men Blue writer Colin Bunn as oh, well that people can get. So yeah, not only are you helping me directly, but we're helping you forge these relationships just like the characters have to do in the book. So it's like buying a comic <laughs> you would at the comic store. You get 
get the comic, but you also get insights into the world of comics. The, the depending on what subscription you jump on, you get exposure to things you would not get anywhere else. To to put it bluntly, I was very impressed with the comic. The idea I put it very specifically after this because it I thought it Coy knows what's up because I had a plug and tangent. <laughs> uh, but I really think that it's an important time to have these stories told, and I think it's also a really important time to get people into comic books because as well as these movies do comic stores are closing as well as these TV shows do meltdown left us last year mm-hmm. as well as all these things happen if you're not contributing to the original source material it's not going to matter to major corporations these are billion dollar enterprises they don't care if you're not getting 10 more Spider-Man tickets but you're buying one Spider-Man comic like you mm-hmm. need all these things need to be bolstered comics are a dying art form they're tangible they're print it's hard to keep going. So if you love comics, support comics. So, and, and creating more comics only means better comics for all of us. Because it, 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 you always want things to rise. Yeah. Like if one comic's good, you're going to want to jump on that thing. Rising. So, ah. Ah. so the book is called Science! With, with an exclamation point. Which I love very much because I, you may know, use zealous exclamation points as a brand. Uh, so I think, I think it's a really cool thing. And yes, some people hate Tom King's Batman, but some people also hate the Patriots. I'm really good at winning. So I think it's a very interesting uh, time in comics, and I think it's of the zeitgeist shift so I think that you should check out this Kickstarter I think your your like benefits are insane and I think the story okay. sounds incredible so and if you don't like it it's Koi's fault it, it is <laughs> and I also plug the Patriots the most hated thing while talking about things I love so prepared Twitter Koi it's gonna be zesty they're just uh, gonna send you spoilers for yeah, Spider-Man now, now we get this, no. like, the actual post credit scene turned right material like Tom Brady's face over Spider-Man oh man <laughs> that's so funny but uh, the Kickstarter's up now you guys can contribute uh, both her and her husband are fantastic fantastic people and all the people involved in the benefits are glorious so so check out that kickstarter and things that aren't going as well the defenders oh boy the defenders are apparently <laughs> over uh netflix had said before there were no plans to keep the defenders going they've gone a step further and this, this i thought was crazy they've rebranded their social media pages for defenders so they like kept their followers but like mm-hmm. erased over the name that's like taking someone else's quiz and being like Nah, yeah. that's mine. Like I've never heard of that. How is that legal? Uh, it's well, they weird. own the brand, I guess. But like, you, if you're following the Defenders, you're not following NX. Like, it's a very bold. I know. Like, I know. It's a placeholder. Now. We're gonna keep you. We're gonna keep you over here. Like, so uh, they've rebranded the Defenders page to NX, a geek-friendly division of genre content. A change that's taken by the streaming giant will not be moving forward with the sophomore season, most likely. Um, they basically said <laughs> Jeff Loeb said the following season is not in the plans right now, and that when you go to their Facebook or anything else, NX on Netflix has replaced it. Um, the series has been labeled a limited series, which makes sense, and it might be a one-off. I also totally understand, from a business standpoint, getting those actors all together, not just the leads, but what makes these shows interesting is the supporting cast. If you just had a Danny Rand show without the Colleen Wings, or in this season two, Misty Knights, mm-hmm. or, or even if Love Them or Hate Them, the Meachams are fascinating. Yeah. Uh, like, whether you, whether you like yeah. them the first season, this season really showed the strengths of that, mm-hmm. that's the supporting cast. But then, that's not even to mention all of the cast of Daredevil, your Foggies, your Karens, all of the Claire. Jessica Jones. Yeah, Claire. And then, and also, like, they jump into each other's series. Yeah. So, you're not talking about getting five cast members together. You're talking about getting 45 cast mm-hmm. members together. Look, Marvel, what I really want to know is if you're going to rebrand, can we just get a Hellcat show? I mean, while we're at that's it. That's all I want. The Why last not? time Jessica Jones, is a trash show. it was right there. Oh, we, no. There were claws, there were reflexes, there was, ah, but we, I mean, so it's, I get it. I understand Defender's not going forward. We don't know what the ratings were like. We understand that it was in that flux. Like, there was definitely yeah. a, a zeitgeist shift at Netflix where, like, things yeah. were really not working and now they're working. And this yeah. might also be part of this mysterious Disney streaming service that we've heard about forever that 
might eat these shows or yeah. might not. Mm-hmm. So there might be some weird corporate gobbledygook that's going on. Which I'd get. So, yeah. Which is not fair to speculate, but is also always happening. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I did not even thought of that. That's like definitely a brand. Like, they're about to lose. They will eventually lose some of these shows. Uh-huh. Eventually. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to start covering your losses. Yeah, totally. Uh, what do you think? Since you discovered, you were the one who discovered this. I hadn't realized that yeah. they changed their branding. Yeah, yeah. Fans were upset. Everyone was going off on on the page itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, at least it got Defenders in the first place. Whether you liked well it or said. did, yeah. it was nice. It was nice to see all of them together. Um, if we end up getting something else, whether it's on Disney Play mm-hmm. um, or not, like. We got what we got, and there's still plenty of new things coming out for sure. Disney's We're not at a loss. With, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll be okay. But we we don't know what's coming next. Really. Speaking of at a loss, uh, this is not the rundown, <laughs> but it's been interesting to me for the last few days. The Venom movie is uh-huh. tracking huge. Venom movie is Even tracking. Even PG thirteen. That's what's crazy. That's what I find so interesting. Is like they might have gambled correctly because now everyone that's can buy a ticket, right? Like this is this is instilling the wrong message in the box. Like studios are like, oh, we can make money and betray fans. It's just gonna be the Wolverine of this universe. Remember that movie? And then we had to wait three years before and then they we got fixed Logan. It. Like they can fix Venom later. I hope so. Um, and I do think Tom Hardy is a fabulous casting choice. Hundred percent. So all the pieces of the puzzle are great. Yeah. I'm just worried about when we put the puzzle together and go. <laughs> oh no, I agree. I, you're like, oh, it's Spider-Man in a black suit. Yeah, what a weird thing without the white. But anyway, it's tracking at 60 to 70 million, which is a huge record for October. Mm-hmm. That is a giant number. It is a good sign for the Sony universe because yep. this is basically the make or break for Sony. If this movie does well, you might get to see Silver and Black. You might get to see the various Craven film they've talked oh, about. Oh, like, Silk. They Silk. said Silk. They did. I want Silk. Yeah. yeah. They, all these yeah. characters that have been really close. Yeah. Venom is your once again vote with your wallets I mean if you mm-hmm. want to see these things Venom is what they're looking at and Suits care about the bottom line yeah so, buy the ticket don't go Just also buy the ticket. I, I do have a little info too uh, I read, oh. a, I read a, uh, it was pretty much Ruben Flesher talking to uh, Fandango and he mentioned that it's it would be dumb for people to leave after the credits um, during a superhero movie. Were they just movie. straight up fo- copying MCU now? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then, well, I mean, it's a superhero movie, so it, it mm. kind of goes with the territory. And then also um, whether or not there'd be a, a director's cut of the film. And he said, "We'll see where the film lands first, and then we'll go from there." So if you want to see an unrated version of Venom, <laughs> go watch Venom in theaters. That's all I got to say. It's interesting for me as a. So I'm gonna I'm gonna remove my comic hat and be film boy. <laughs> it's very shameless to be like, hey, you should pay to see the version of this movie you didn't want, because that might get you a movie you do want. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's just, come on. Like, if you really yeah. want, if, hey, we know you wanted an R-rated Venom, get it later. Look, it's that disappointing thing where you just learn at the end of the day that it's it's often not about making the best movie possible, it's about making the most amount of money possible. It, yeah. And it is a business, and it's a capitalist society, so we get I get it. it. But it, as a fan, it's still disappointing. That's the, the hats. Like, yeah, I gotta make yeah, sure yeah, I'm yeah. aware of all these things. I, I will be seeing Venom open night. I will see it at every yeah. screening I can get a hold of. I already, I already have tickets. I, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm there. And the yeah. posters around town, I gotta give the, the posters marketing credit. Great. Yeah. Yeah. The Venom, actually Venom, is around town right now. LA is covered in these screens <laughs> of Venom and it looks like the comic. Like, yeah. it's probably the most comic looking imagery they've gotten away with. Mm-hmm. A lot of these look like variant covers and they're mm-hmm. giant billboards. Yeah. Even the Marvel movies have to be like, remember Chris Evans. Like, they have yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. it's like the <laughs> Iron Man suit, but it's the Downey Jr. Iron Man suit. This is straight up Venom 
And there's Tom, Tom Hardy's there. Yeah, yeah, there's like half of his face in one of the three posters. Yeah, yeah so it's really <laughs> impressive, like, out of all that marketing that Venom gets to be the lead. He probably just only showed up to take one picture, just, and he was like, well, look, that's I'm it. moody, I'm done, goodbye. Well, that's Eddie Brock, okay, thanks, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staying in character. My, my thing for me is, like, whether you're excited to see it or not, mm-hmm. to not... I don't know, kind of like, don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. So, even if you're just like, it looks stupid, give it a shot, because we really, we could all be surprised and be like, wow, that was so much better. Mm -hmm. Sony is doing a great job, no matter what these stories are getting told. And I've been the cheerleader for a long enough time that no matter what, I'm invested, and I'm really curious, and there were shots in the trailer that were, like, my dreams of what Venom could be. There's some cool stuff in the trailer. That, like, that that Matrix moment, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of visuals that could be great, and I love the way Venom looks. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm in, I'm hoping people see it, I'm hoping Sony gets to make some movies. Love or hate Sony, they own Spider-Man, that's not gonna change anytime soon. They made a deal. Stanley. Yeah! (laughs) They made a deal where they get their cake and eat it too. So we are going to be in that universe, so we'll see what happens. I'm very curious, I wanted to add that to the thing, but I also want to give some lovely Twitter shout-outs. Do you want to run them? Or do you want to yeah. Give some love. Sweet. We've got Tree underscore Walker at Benoit V. Roach. Nerd Chronic at Nerd Chronic. Dean Lewis at Dean Lewis 2099. Risa the Jedi at Risa Kwan 2014. Tom Brownman at Tom Brownman. Michael Beltran at Mickey Bell. Anne-Marie at Rebel... S-C-X-M Art, Josias Berganza at Berganza Josias, and J.J. Lang at J.J. Lang tweeted. Woo! Yay! Good people. And we have one Twitter question, because we covered one earlier, because mm-hmm. I broke the mold and changed the format. Fire. Uh, it's no. all over. But you, know, you don't get to see 20 or 200 episodes. My name's <laughs> off the bill. Uh, so, I, I'm out of 199. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. No, thanks, uh, but no thanks. Goofy Fan Truck also asked, will the actress playing Maria go on to play her daughter Monica once Carol shows up in the present time? It would help establish some familiarity, since in the MCU, Maria and Carol serve together. I think... It will be familiar because she's the daughter, and it'll be a different relationship. I think there's going to be a situation where she's like, Rambo, I served with your mom, and mm-hmm. there'll be that, like, that, an instant bond of familiarity. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, when you have the, an actress playing a mother and a daughter, that's really uh, hard on the audience. That's mm-hmm. hard on, like, visually, that's like, I don't, it's an uncanny valley kind of thing. I will also say that I hope not because, um, we could bring some more diversity yeah, into this universe, which yeah. is always good. You know, like, Star Wars did the thing where they cast Lupita Nyonga and then made her a yellow alien, and you're like, Wait a second. One of the most beautiful women in the world, you're going to do that to her? Like, we put diversity aside. A voice and a jetpack? You're like, Ooh. yeah, yeah. So it would be, I think it would be a mistake to do that. And I really hope not, but. I'm also hoping they play back and forth the timelines in the future mm-hmm. films. I'd like Captain Marvel to, even in Captain Marvel 2, to go back to Lashana Lynch. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, like to yeah. see her jet setting days again. So if you cast the same actress for a mother and daughter, you couldn't really do that as well. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I really like the idea that they have a lot of room to play with. There's a lot that they can do. And you also. This movie is going to change the shape of Marvel. Like, mm-hmm. she's the new leader. She's yep. phase three. Like, this is where phase four is going. Casting's very important. So, I, I'm curious where everything lands. Uh, and we only have, like, six months. <laughs> like, March is approaching terrifyingly quickly. Mm-hmm. It is it is the last quarter of the year. Yeah. Which is what happened. <laughs> now we all have a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> what we've accomplished this year. <laughs> Earlier in the show, I said 20 years ago is 98. And now I'm revealing this year is almost over. <laughs> Too much. I'm just doing? saying in three months, 20 years ago is 99. All I'm saying is Prince's song will be 20 years old. And we can party like it in three months. Remember how good the Matrix was? Yeah, 
The Matrix, Fight Club, all those things are about to be 20 years old. Stop. Uh, I'm just yeah. going to go walk into traffic. <laughs> uh, so we've got a, a couple minutes left. Is there any of the news that we covered earlier you guys want to dive deeper into or live chat? Yes. Okay, so someone mentioned this earlier. Um, Chewy? The, cat. the The poster! I didn't mention the poster! Yeah! Oh, Chewy's on the poster! You're fired for real. That's it! I'm out! I quit! I failed you! I'm sorry! Yeah! It's... Okay, so I didn't notice it right away. Mm-hmm. And this is... It was one of those things where I hadn't gotten to... Because uh, I do trailer reaction videos, so I hadn't gotten to see the mm-hmm. trailer yet. And people were like, oh yeah, the kitty butt. And I was like, what are you... Oh, what? Are you, yeah, yeah, yeah. are you talking about my cat? What are you... So I was kind of lost for a while. But yeah... That's a cute little, cute little tushy, just like, <laughs> it's so adorable. Do you think he's going to be an alien? Because I do. <gasps> that I think would be cool. Like, a la he's, he's a flark. Uh, he's an alien species mm-hmm. in the comics. I, 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 I'm sorry, live chat. Flark or something. Something like an alien. All I can think is the the Green Lantern dog who's Gnort, and I know yeah. that that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, but, like, he's up that elk. They discover yes. it because uh, Rocket, I think, finds uh, like visits, and he's like, you know your cat's an alien. What, what world is Rocket from? Half-world? I Which think is so. all populated by, they all look like animals. He's got, like, a rabbit girlfriend. It's very weird. Like, Matt Matt was the cosmic guy. I was the New York guy. So we both yes, kind yeah. of, like, found our way. I think he's a, he's a flark or something. Matt is a, screaming at his Matt phone. Matt is like, I'm calling. Right it's issue 672 <laughs> of the cosmic edition of Marvel Fantasy 7. Uh, but I'm excited for potentially an alien cat because there's also, if you remember, Samuel L. Jackson posted a rap photo. And the rap shirt for Captain Marvel had a cat on it. So oh. I think that Chewie's a bigger piece of the puzzle than just a butt. That would be so great. Also, the internet loves cats, so from a branding perspective, yeah. very smart. Florkin, I was right-ish. Florkin is a is the race. Chewie the cat. I'll give you half a point for that. Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. No smart down rules here. Right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'm here for it. I think, I mean, the movie already looked great, mm-hmm. but the cat. But. I mean, that's the big sell for me. Hashtag yeah, for the sure. cat butt. The and cat like, butt, yeah. As someone in the live chat mentioned crypto. I would love, like, DC has an encrypto. If we get off Lark and Chewy, yeah, now Wait, Streaky time. got lip service in Supergirl, but we, it's not traditional Streaky, so mm-hmm. come on. Let's do it. Give me the pets! And Bat-Hound, <laughs> they just go weird with... Uh, mm-hmm. Like, DC stops trying to make Grady Batman stay with full Adam West, and they just, like, lean into the weird camp, and there's Bat-Hound, and it's just shameless. And like, here is Ace. Well, you're welcome. Here is whatever Damien's stupid dog is. I hate Damien Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just got them all together, all the pets? The super pets? Or super the, or pets! Or the Pet Avengers four-issue miniseries. That's true. It's Led Luke, by Lockjaw. Done. See? Luke, who's talking now, but with the animals of the comic oh! universe. 10 out of 10. Would watch. <laughs> now studios. Two <laughs> They're going to make Venom without yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's only slightly weirder than Super Pets. <laughs> yeah, really. So uh, that has been our show for the day. I want to thank you all for all the birthday love. Uh, you guys have been amazing. I got comic art that I loved. Uh, Entree Humane, that Spider-Man 2099 was like, good God, it was gorgeous. But uh, all the birthday love was great. I turned 30 and it felt like, uh, I mean, I, I talk about comics for a living, so I'm never going to be 30. Uh, so thank you guys also very, very much. I appreciate it each and every piece. I haven't responded to everyone because I it was I was birthday birthday. But thank you. I love you all. I appreciate it. Where can they find you guys on the internet? Uh, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ and subscribe to my YouTube channel because I just posted a couple of trailer reactions. Well, actually, no, one's coming tonight. So. Check it out tonight. Yes. We're posting a couple trailer reactions. <laughs> and besides the Kickstarter and the Kickstarter, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley V. Robinson. The V is very important. My Kickstarter is live at sciencecomicbook.com. And uh, I host a podcast called Geek History Lesson, where we teach you everything you need to know about a character in about an oh. hour. You can find that at geekhistorylesson.com. 
awesome. Oh, it's a very cool. cool show, and I, it's important. If you want to love these things, know about them. Gotta know. You gotta get deep cuts. That way you can see cat butts. That's deep right. cuts and cat butts. <laughs> uh, I'm Koi Chandra. You can find me <laughs> at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. You can find me on Twitter, and then on Instagram, I do Insta reviews, which are a minute-long reviews of everything, of, of movies, TV shows, experiences. I did one about Ireland that I'm going to be posting soon. Just I like the internet is for sharing, and I have a lot of zeal I want to share, so I do a minute review of all sorts of stuff, They're and every fun. day I drop them. Thank you. So every day I post weird stuff on Instagram. I use it completely contrarily to what they want me to use it for. Uh, but <laughs> check it out. And I also am on Collider Heroes tomorrow. I, I host it every Wednesday. And then I do Arena Trivia, which is an app on your phone you can download. And I'm just everywhere on the internet. But also, a lot of people have been asking about Markia. Markia is a DC over on their DC streaming universe stuff now. So she is not on this show anymore. But watch her there. She is fantastic. She's a great person. She just can't sit in front of this sign right now. I think she'd get in trouble. So Markia is still fantastic. Still reading comics. But she's over there now. We miss her. She's fantastic, but she's not here. But find us on the internet and share your comic love with us. And until then, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.